Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Zack, 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 zack. Zack, 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 zack. Water? Anyone? Yes, please. Yeah, please. Thank you so much. Le machoque. Jag är sjuk för fan, jag är bengaler, jag är radio råsunda Jag är Sveriges vackraste emblem, jag är Kenny Baby Spike mellan en djurgårdares ben Jag är Bojan Georgic attityd, jag är en bira i pausen, jag är en massari Jag är Selsoborges i dödens grupp, jag är som Broa Nori när han rökte sutt Jag är blåa linjen, jag är pendeltår Jag är en chip mot Barcelona från Nashimor Jag är Viktor Lundbergs högerfot Björn Westrums övertro Jag är hybris Jag är alls djupligt spel i anfallen Jag är Eromarkane Jag som är fullstreamad borta match Som 2-1 ifrån kärnströmmen måste match Jag är Robin Kweisson mot Hej och välkomna till episod 154 utav podcasten vi kallar för Radio Råsunda Och det är det första avsnittet för år 2018 Hej Rasmus, läget! Jo men det är skitbra, jag är så jävla taggad på att komma igång nu Så att det här ska bli svinkul, verkligen Gud, jag också. Det är bara så här, man går ut och, och halkar runt och det är snö och det är kallt. Och man bara, gud, nu börjar försäsongen. Mm. Var, du, var du och såg Frey borta? Nej, jag låg, det låter ju för jävligt, men jag låg i sviten av en svensk sexa och kramade en hink. Så att jag såg på tv. Ja, just det. Jag vet vilken svensk sexa. Jag hoppas ni, jag hoppas ni hade kul. Ja, det är kul. Absolut. Härligt. Jag var tyvärr inte heller på den matchen. Men... Jag ser fram emot hemmamatchen på Skytteholm nu på lördag. Mm. Inter Åbo, klassiskt yes. försäsongsgäng. Yes, det är, så här, ja, men det är vi och finnarna som klarar av att spela när det är minus en babiljard, mm. känns det som. Mm. Ska du dit? Jag ska dit. Och eh, det är klockan 13.00. 13.00 på Skytten. Ja, precis. Och ett, eh, kom ihåg det. Mark your calendars. På lördag spelar vi på Skytteholm. Och det är mig veteligen också den enda, den enda ja, precis. hemmamatchen vi har. Som på. Precis, det är klart att alla vill stå och frysa tårna av sig på Skytteholm. Men nog om det, mm. vi har en väldigt sleber gäst här. Ja, väldigt idag. stort. Vi går ut hårt direkt. 
Ja, precis. Så... confused. <laughs> and this is where we switch to English and say hi, Kenny. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, aside from the cold, but you guys are going to Dubai soon, right? We are. We yeah. are. But you're used to the cold Canada and yeah, Tromsø and yeah, yeah, cold's good too. Yeah, it's good too. Well, when do you guys leave? Uh, next or yeah, Monday coming up. Okay, yeah. so less than a week. Less than a week. Oh, I'm so I I want to go too. Are you jealous? Like, yeah, I'm super jealous. Like it's so cold and I hate the cold. So <laughs> I promise you, it's not fun to to kick a ball in it either. I promise you that. <laughs> How warm is it over there right now? In Dubai? Yeah. 29 you had met with oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah everything over 30 is just bad but 29 is yeah, still it's, acceptable it's comfortable it's very comfortable it's between 20 i'd say 22 to 20 to 30 we'll just say is it like the second year third year good to the this is the fourth fourth oh fourth jesus it's that good yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, the facilities are unbelievable yeah I, i i know because you Joachim Hall goes down there to photograph you guys every year and I like whenever I see his pictures I'm like oh yeah I can totally understand it's like <laughs> it's perfect like don't you guys have like the the facilities are below the ground and they lift up the grass so that you can walk out yeah one of the pitches it's yeah. something like that it's um super futuristic all the change rooms everything's underground and yeah it's it is crazy the facilities are unbelievable the hotel it's the perfect um place for for preseason <laughs> definitely mm. And yeah, exactly preseason. So we started up with the first training, as always, with uh, fireworks and pyro. Were you there? I was there. Um, I think this was probably the best one of all years I've been here. The fireworks was uh, was a good display. Nice turnout. Cold, but it was. Uh, it's like beautiful with all the snow and. Yeah, it was very nice. In contrast to exactly. The, to the yeah, fireworks. the colors were amazing. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was good turnout. Yeah, nice turnout. Yeah. And this is also the first year for you that you are in another role I than am. previously. I'm in a very mature role right now. Why don't you <laughs> tell us and our listeners what your role is exactly? Um, I've become the goalkeeper coach slash player, but I will be emphasizing more on the on the goalkeeper coach. Definitely. And congratulations, obviously, because I think those are in order. I think it's a really good idea too, like because you've you've been like the unofficial goalkeeper coach before, right? <laughs> like that, that's what I've read and I've heard that you've been like a mentor to the younger. I guess so. When you're this old, I guess so. Um, no, but yeah, it's it's nice to be officially goalkeeper coach. Um, it's a role that I feel comfortable in. It's something that. It feels very natural for me, so it's um, it's nice to to get this role. But you had like Lee Baxter first, yes. Thomas Dean, yes. What can you? What have you learned from from those two guys? Starting with Lee, I learned a lot from Lee. Lee's um, <coughs> he's a type of goalkeeper coach that I that I like. He emphasizes on the stuff that I like. Um, he's someone that you can talk to very easily, and uh, we saw eye eye to eye. Same with uh, with Tuda, he he's very he's played the position. He he understands everything that that the goalkeepers is going through at times, and um, I guess he respected the sense that I was older and what things worked for me and what didn't. And um, from both of them, I lear I've learned a lot, and I've taken the good from both of them, and 
hopefully I could continue it and add add some more to it. Hmm. And um Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How does it feel for you that we now have another new goalkeeper? Budimir is new, and uh, well, we haven't seen him play much yet, but how does it feel for you that you have Oscar that you've worked with before, and now we have a new team member? How does it feel? It's 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 good. You know, when, when there's different, as a coach, yeah, and as a goalkeeper coach, when there's different, when there's more choices, it's good. You know, obviously it's not maybe the best for the players, But to have the luxury of having a variety of, of choices, it's good. And, you know, I have, I've only seen Budimir on video and from, from what people say, you know, it's only good, you know, and um, I think he'll be a nice little, what can I call it, a nice touch to the team. And um, hopefully he can get healthy soon and we can see him in action. I mean, they both seem very, very ambitious. They do. They do. Um, Oscar is obviously young. He's you know he's a big talent, and Budimir is he's, he's a bit older. He, he knows exactly what he wants, and you know <coughs> I've only seen him through his injury, how he's fighting through it, and how how much he's pushing, and it it, it rolls on. When he pushes hard, Oscar wants to push hard too. So it's a it's um it's gonna be nice this year. I saw the the Sportlib uh, clip with him uh, when he was like. I'm like a big teddy bear outside the pitch, but on the pitch I want to strangle everyone. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the exact mentality that yeah. I want them to have. I yeah. want Oscar to have that. I want this young keeper Samuel. I want him to have this mentality that we are friends, but when we come on the pitch, we're we're fighting for position here. This is this is no holds bar. Can we stop with uh, Samuel? Uh, he made like four or five minutes against three. Yes. And people like talking like the big next big goalkeeper in Swedish football. He is. I don't. I don't. I don't want to jinx him. Oh. Um, he's very young, very very talented. He has a lot of things going for himself. Um, he, he's he's a very big potential. He has, you know, just at his height, he's over two meters. He's good with his feet and he's reading the game well. And yeah, if he just has to continue, put his head down and work hard, and the the whole soccer <coughs> world's in front of him. Will he start like on the same level as Oscar and Budimir when the season starts, or do you have a plan for him to? We do have a plan. Um, this is something that it's you know talked with the youth goalkeeper coaches and, and with Rickard and with the whole kind of staff around him. So um, as of right now, he's with the group. He's training. What happens then? We don't know. But 
he's on a good road, definitely. For our listeners that might not know exactly, we're talking about Samuel Brulin. And mm-hmm. how old is Samuel exactly? He is born 2001. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's scary. insane. Yes. So he's <laughs> yes. turning 17 this year, if my math's correct. And e- yes. Yes. Oh my God! I feel so <laughs> old right now. Yeah, don't, don't tell me about it when I see these kids in front of me. And yes, oh, but that's fantastic. That well, it seems also like because Oscar's like what twenty one, twenty two. He's so old now. <laughs> yeah, but also, and then we have Budimir, so we kind of have like we have a great all, mix. Yeah, exactly. It, Excuse me, don't forget me. I'm oh, obviously, <laughs> but you're the star, so I'm not gonna forget you. <laughs> And while we're on the subject, I don't know if you want to talk about this or mm-hmm. not, but let's talk about um, the Djurgården derby yes. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we were obviously there. I, I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. It was a fantastic game. And how did it feel for you to be out there? And that's not, well, it's not as big as Friends Arena, but... Mm. It was packed, if I can remember correctly. It I think was. It was sold out, and well, our stands were, if I can remember it correctly, it was like insane. Yes. We were all chanting your name. <laughs> How did it feel? Tell us about How it. How did it, it feel before the game or after the game or during the game? Yeah, yeah. all like before the game, during the game, after the game. Please um, do tell us. I think <clears throat> I think our listeners would love yeah. to know. Um, to be honest, now that I'm getting older. Um, the nerves that I had when I was younger, I don't have them as much when I come into the games. It's I'm, I'm nervous, don't get me wrong, but I don't have the same... I don't think my nerves affect the way I play. Um, but this game was... I felt like I was... This is my first game after... Like I was 15 again. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of thoughts going through my mind because of the whole match fixing and so forth. And I, di- I didn't want to... Um, I didn't want a bad goal to go in and then talk right away about what's happening with them and with this match fixing and I didn't want this to be connected at what whatsoever and so those thoughts were going a lot through my mind so I was very extremely nervous I don't know if I showed it during the game and stuff or before the game but yeah there was a lot of thoughts going through my head so very very nervous during before the game as the game got along that was uh, I got I got into flow of things it was fine it was just rolling around um, um, and then when again what, during the game when these saves are happening or towards the end again I'm I'm in a role there there where I'm like so focused where it's not hitting me then and then when that final whistle it was just like oh, a sign of relief right off my back it, it, you know he, like you said the fans were singing I could finally hear them because during the game I don't really hear them much what's going on so I could finally hear them. I fan, you know, the team jumped on me like we won the Champions League, and it was um, an unbelievable feeling. And yeah, it was. It's hard to describe it, like the goosebumps that I got, and yeah, I was, I was shaking from just being so happy. So yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I had, like <laughs> I remember that game and everything that had happened right before, and it was. I think it was like one of. <laughs> my most powerful like memories from equal games ever and then I was like I was on the stands I wasn't playing it I wasn't you I wasn't Oscar I wasn't like Rickard I was I was a nobody I was one with 5,000 other but I, think, I think that game as 
AIK fan or as a, the AIK family, I think everybody was part of that game. Everybody was, I think everybody felt that they were kind of like in the pitch, kind of feeling the same feeling that I was feeling. I think you felt it and yeah. you felt it and everyone felt it. Like the joy that we as a team can over, you know, overcome these obstacles that, you know, sometimes hit us in, in sports. So it's um, like the Torina game. Like again, yeah. yes, like the Torina game. That's uh, another one. Looking at that, what happened before the the, the match? Mm-hmm. How do you look at it today? Or like, do you try to forget and like remember the good stuff in football, or like yeah, does it yeah. still haunt you? No, no, I've not that I've say I've forgotten it, but I've kind of put it in the back. And um, yeah, I don't think too much about it no more. You know, it only hits me when when you read about it again, or if um, I get called in to the police, or yeah. or so forth, or an interview like this, or something. But <coughs> No, I try not to not to think about it too much. Is no. the police still looking into this matter today, or they are? They are. The last I spoke to them was end of the year, <clears throat> and um, they told me it's an ongoing case. And they seem to be taking it really seriously. It is. It is it's a very serious matter. Well, yeah, you know? obviously. And, um, yeah, it it it's upsetting to know that other things are influenced when you work so hard for as an individual and as as a team for one goal. And something like this, um, it kind of puts you in perspective, kind of thinking that, am I wasting my time? Are the fans coming here for nothing kind of thing? Is is everything just fake? So, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. I don't know if anyone's told you, but I, I remember I remember this particular day very well because I was on my way to the central station. I was going to take a train down to Gothenburg. Sorry, I ruined it for no, you. No, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you, that uh, when when we started getting more information that a player was offered money and, and, and so on and so forth, and I was talking to friends, mm-hmm, Everyone kept saying the same thing. The only person that could have like that we can think of that would have done this to turn it down and went to the police, it it was you. Really? Yes. And like and I remember <laughs> like we're both very active on Twitter, uh, Rasmus and I. And like the discussion was very one line. Like everyone was like, It has to be Kenny. <laughs> and when we were obviously and we still still are extremely proud of you. Thank you. Uh it's like it's such a joy to have you on our team and Thank in the or- organization because like it takes a lot of uh courage to do what you did and I know that well the Aiko family is the only one <laughs> told you because you got a a prize at the football gala. I did. I did. That was very nice. Yeah, how that did was... that feel that to get the acknowledgement from <clears throat> the entire like soccer family of Sweden? But, it's it's exactly what you said. Just that the whole soccer community, the Swedish yeah. one, can acknowledge that um, someone stood out and was brave. And you know, for me, it was. I don't want to sound like, oh, it's it, it's a normal thing. I, I think anyone would have done it, but apparently people don't. Yeah. But I'm glad that that they they backed me up. They 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 stood on my shoulders or on my side, and um, yeah, it's. I just hope from all this that that I've opened the door for other kids or other players that can feel hopefully they can feel comfortable to say if this were ever to happen to them or something at this extent. Yeah, hopefully this like open a door to other clubs because you know like I told us we're we're used to these crisis situations and did you feel that you Oiko gave you all the support you needed oh, and still do? One hundred percent. Yeah. 
I mean, they backed me up 100%. And I think in general, you know, I don't know, you know, the past, the past of AIK, but all the years that I've been here, all these big crises, this one and probably Ivan Tunina, um, I was involved in both of them, and both of them, I think they've taken extreme measures and how they dealt with it. You know, these are these are situations that don't come often, and they've to deal with it in, how, in the manner that they did. I think they unbelievable with the Ivan and and now with the match fixing. I think they've done everything that should be done and more. Hmm. Do you want to take a short break, Kenny? No, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I was You're getting cool. a little emotional. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was Sorry. just asking because we were told by our producer to ask you if you want uh, breaks. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Great. Well, next part is why won't why don't we talk a bit about your career? Mm-hmm. Um, now that you've also said and acknowledged the fact that you're primarily a coach now. Yes. How does it feel that you've kind of put the shoes on the shelf and like? Technically, the shoes are not. On I the know. Shelf. I let's be clear on that. Yeah, yes. Like for tomorrow, I'm going to be training. Yes. Uh, so, um, but I think it's it's good the way it's happening. It's slowly. It's yeah, not like just transition, hitting transition. Transition. Exactly. The transition's it's perfect. You know, it's not like I'm hitting a wall and that's it. I'm done. This is the most ideal I can ask for. You know, I, I'm still involved in training <coughs> when needed, and or I guess I'm the coach. I get to decide, but <laughs> no, but when needed, um, and at the same time, I'm I'm doing something that I feel good at. I feel comfortable. I feel that I have a lot to give to to the goalkeeper. So um, I I haven't retired officially yet. So it's it's good. Maybe you do uh, Lee Baxter against Uster, was it 2010? <laughs> 3-1 in the Swedish Cup. Exactly. when Man of the match. Uh, <laughs> I, was Ivan here yet? Uh, I don't no, think so. No, was I think he, was, told me, he told, came to, sooner. Yeah, Tommy couldn't play. He had some concussions. Yeah. I was injured. And I think, who else was here then? Uh, Nicholas Berg? Yeah. He was injured, so yeah, Lee had to... Lee had to step up. Step and, up and did well. Yeah. <laughs> but Lee was a little bit different because he didn't really train with us as much. Uh, I'm still training with the boys and stuff like that when needed. And um, so officially, I'm not retired. Um, but I'm slowly making the that steps to it. Yeah, the transition. When did you like make that decision to to like slowly? Um, it, it was it was brought up between when me and Rickard started talking, saying, "Okay." You're slowly getting to a, a stage in your life. What are your thoughts? What would you like? And, and then we took it from there. Um, and that was probably like halfway during the season. Kind of, it was a kind of ongoing progress. And then Bjorn also was involved in the conversation, and then it worked out the way it did. Hmm. How much? Um, sorry, <laughs> if you, it's fine. Go on. Uh, but to this role in this, he's like. Uh, He's taken Eurelius' role a bit, and also a bit with you guys in goalkeeper. Yes. Or um, today is kind of stepped back a little bit from the goalkeeping yeah. coach aspect. Wise, he, if you want to call him an assistant goalkeeper coach, he's right now helping um, Budimir with his recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's taking more of a administration in helping Eurelius because 
Urels apparently has a lot, a lot to do. Yeah. And um, so a lot falls on his shoulder. So Tut is more going towards the administration role. So, yeah. Right. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to ask you a very fun question. Okay. If you look back at from when you started out as an elite player and right up to this moment, the three best moments of your career and you don't have to mention three things like that happened during your time here at Aikua, but like the general span of your career, your three best moments. Whoa, put me on the spot. Why don't I you? told you it was a fun question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've been hitting the head with the ball a couple of times. My memory's not that good, honestly. Um, I don't, to be honest, I don't have any other memories than AIK, to be honest. Can yeah. I, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I had like an emotional, nostalgic session at YouTube uh, like a few weeks ago. Okay. And came into 2005 when Aiko was in Superettan. <laughs> and we're facing Örebro, I think. Okay. Uh, and like 5-1 or something. And then the plane goes, scoring on a game, and you play in Boden, I think then. Yeah. And it's, it says, own goal, can it's Demetopoulos. <laughs> I, I can show it to you later, but I was like, what? <laughs> what? But, uh, let's not talk about that, but I was like... Uh, it sounds like maybe you kicked out a ball and it like the other... I, I have no idea. No, how how? Oh. Wait, Wait, we'll have to I scored on my own net? Yeah, it said so in the, in the goal score. That could be brought up to match fixing now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, no. All right. I can't remember that oh. one. I, I, I thought you were going to bring up when I played for Budin and we played against AIK. 5-1. Uh, we, we won 5-1. <laughs> uh, Oof, no. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, uh, you do? Uh, all right, wait, just, just repeat the question. So the question is, Stamp, please do tell us when you played uh, for the Canada national team down in South Africa, America? No, South America. South America, yes. Please do tell. Uh, it's a very, um, when you play in these countries down, down south, <laughs> um, they are very uh, aggressive, very, um, uh, yeah, so they're very um, vocal, they're very... Yeah, physical. So but when we went to go play, I think it was Honduras. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so we go, it's a qualifier before the game. It's it's packed. It's 40,000 screaming at the line. We're talking like two, three hours before the game. It's a national holiday. They've made it. It's, yeah. And um, we're coming. Um, and uh, I just remember going into the stadium and we're getting, as we're going through the tunnel, it's just a big pile of piss coming our way they have bags of piss that they've already they're, they're loaded and as we're going through that tunnel we're just getting fed piss after piss and they were allowed into the stadium with bags of urine you wouldn't think what bags not illegal <laughs> but, but yeah they know how to use their uh, their fluids well <laughs> so, so that's a good so, uh, Jesus yeah, it was raining down piss it was raining down piss and um, yeah did you uh, play in Arco when Jere Bengtsson was uh, no. for trial? No. I don't know. Okay. No. Because he was from Honduras. Yeah. He was yeah. playing for a World Cup uh, spot, I think. I played against him. Ah, I all right. Him, all right. Um, was he any good? Because he was like a cult player who never played for Arco. I know. And uh, I think th the game that we lost, 
to go to the not to the World Cup but to go to the final stage he scored two goals alright I didn't play thank god yeah well that's uh, <laughs> pretty nasty but good memory <laughs> yeah great memory great memory thanks yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> was uh, Stefan Malibor you <laughs> you feel that way that memory <laughs> And if uh, we're only talking Aiko memories, yeah, three very fun memories from that time. Well, obviously the the Ugarden game right now. Yeah, the the final whistle. Obviously, that was the fun part. Um, coming back from Russia. Oh yeah, Mos- Moscow. Yeah, Moscow. That was coming to the airport and. Well, it's not even just when when we went to the fans after the game, and again there was more tears there. I, there was a lot of tears in this. Team. It's crazy. There's a lot, a lot of crying going on here. Um, um, and another good memory. Hmm. You've been here long, man. I've been here long. There's a. I don't know. There's. A, I think that whole run that we did when we went through to get to the group stage there that was. That was that was a great run, and I think uh, after like every, I don't know, we started. I think it was was it Let's Pose now that we started first. Mm. That was yeah, that's that's uh, the was same a bit year. like uh, half Fjorders <coughs> started off we're good, but uh, then the Let's Pose game was magical. At Rosen, it was like ten thousand people, I think, but it sounded like 30. exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I, like these are the kind of memories that stuck in my head. Uh. That, that that kind of whole run in the in the Russia. Yeah, after that one, that was mm. that was a good one. And um. <clears throat> Well, you've obviously been here for a long time, and mm-hmm. if you look back, like at the years you've been at Aikua, mm-hmm. how do you look at the development the club has been through? Because obviously, it's like it's like eight, nine, ten years you've been here now. Mm-hmm. It's not the same club. We've had different coaches, and like we've also we've moved from Rosunda to Friends Arena. How do you look at that development? Do you think it's a positive one, or like what? What, what can you tell us about that? I think it's positive. Definitely, I think it's positive. I think the the way the the club is run now, um, I can only talk <laughs> this year from a staff member. Yeah, you know the club is with Rickard run. Yeah, everything is on the clock here. Everything is it's it's yeah very well organized. Um, this whole time I've known Bjorn, and as a general manager, I don't want to say he's grown into those shoes as a general manager but um yeah he seems like he knows exactly what he's doing who he's buying and who he's selling and he's made a lot of money for the club and uh he's done an excellent job but in general the overall standard of the club i think it's always going every year more and more and more i don't know how you guys see it but as a player's perspective i think it's just positive yeah So it's much more professional in all levels. Exactly. I, uh, I was trying to make a, like a, uh, I don't know how to say it, but you go through your years here since 2010. It's been like I don't know how many managers and like the club has been run in many ways. But you had Bjorn as coach. I did. I did him in a short period of time. How was he? Yeah, only had the team for a couple games, yeah. and you know, what can he do then? But. But as a role, as what he has right now as a general manager, as running the whole the whole team, he's he's good. Mm. He's really he's a very clever man, and mm. he knows exactly what he does. And and implementing the youth, how they've gotten such talent. Yeah. You know, when I got here, 2010, they had a lot of talent, but they never really 
they never pushed for it. They never did anything like that. Where the last couple of years, they have these talents and they're selling them for a lot of money. And, you know, they're, they're good. They're very good players. Yeah, yeah. and they also get to train with the, the first team. Like, the Youth Academy trains. Exactly. I, I'm, that is one thing that I'm personally very proud of, that these kids get to train with the, the first team and it's it's really smart it's a really smart thing to do and I know that you've been doing that for several years now yeah, right? yeah they've implemented this exactly you said like um, getting the kids here kids or the younger <laughs> players um, on a regular basis to get more familiar and playing with the system that we do now with the 352 and stuff like that so yeah. you know, it's, a, it's a smart I remember 2010 when uh, Bangura came Mohammed, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like talking about the, the youth team and Victor Lundberg was like up and running a bit yep. and it was like I can't believe he's not playing anymore more than he does because yep. uh, he was yep. like all the youth and it was like all the energy and all the attitude that you want from an Oracle exactly. player exactly exactly. Uh, but then we had other players I don't want to get to yeah. many names but uh, <laughs> but he was like and then that's a really big uh, step yeah, in the exactly. right direction because if Victor was coming through the group now I bet you he'd have a 10 times better chance of playing yeah. Yeah, so, but now it's in Haken. That's a different talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, was it was it a tough decision for you to like stay in Aikor? Was that something that you wanted? Was it important for you to stay in the organization throughout my career here? No, or? yeah, or like now because your no. contract? It no, wasn't? not at all. No, no, I don't. I don't think twice about that one. No, not at all. That was what I wanted. Yeah. 100%. And um, I couldn't be happier. Honestly, um, my, you know, on a personal, I love it here completely. Um, it helps out that my wife loves Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, my kids, you know, they're, they're born here. They're raised here. They they love it. So obviously it would be different if they had a hard time here and so forth. But we we absolutely love it. We love the city. We love the club. We, I love everything about the club. I love everything. I love my job, you know. And um, <laughs> no, there's never ever been a thought of me ever leaving. You know, obviously during my career here, I never played as much as I wanted to play. But again, I don't know. I have that mindset that I've always thought of myself as a number one, and I've always been pushing to be number one, even though if I wasn't, it was just that. I want to prove people wrong. I just want to work hard. So I've never thought of leaving, no. And um, we also have a very fun... And here's uh, the fun question number two. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I ha- that I ha- first one was uh, <laughs> yeah, very th- th- fun. This one is going to be a lot more fun. Okay. Um, we have 10 questions. I'm going to ask you one. And okay. you, you have to answer really quick. Oh, my gosh. And then Rasmus is going to ask you the second one. And we have 10 of those. Are you excited? Very can't wait. Okay, so who's the best player you've played with? See, that's not fair. That's <laughs> not fair. Why? Because players come in different positions, so it's different. I can't say, for example, Isak, because it's not fair to a defender like Nisa. They're two great players, but two different positions. So how do you want me to answer that one? He's well, the best. You, you, you can just ask us who our favorite players are. Ooh, Whoa! No, no, no. That's not Philippe. Well, I my favorite player has always been Andreas uh, Andersson. 
uh, he used to play in our club. Yep, yep, yeah, and, yep. and, and he, he was really big. Uh, and he was like the star of the team when I started going to Norastoa when I was 10. So, yeah. And also, like, he was. Him. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> Obviously. But yeah. All right. Let's uh, take this one and stand it. Who's okay. the funniest teammate you ever had? The funniest? Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh. Do I have a time on this one? Okay, uh, you know what? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'd say Ivan. Ivan. He was mm. naturally funny. Mm. He didn't want to be funny, but maybe because his English was the way it was and the way he answered, he was a very funny person. Mm. Very funny, but naturally funny. Okay, so if you had to choose, uh, what... What player or leader would you uh, want to be stuck with in an elevator for one hour? Right now? Well, yeah, like looking <laughs> back at, like, yeah, we'll at the team from last year or this year. Which player? Yeah. Or leader? Yeah. <laughs> And you'd have to be stuck in an elevator for at least one hour. Nisa. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Hmm. Yeah, he likes to talk. He's good. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Yeah, all right. And... <clears throat> um, Maybe on the same subject then. Who's mm -hmm. the most underestimated player you play with? Underestimated. Other than myself? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> um, Victor. Victor Lundberg. Hmm. Yeah. Big time. What's, like, looking at the away games that Oiko used to play, will play, obviously, mm -hmm. and used to play, mm -hmm. outside of Stockholm, so we're not talking derby games here, mm -hmm. What is the game that you've always looked mm, forward to the most? Like your favorite away game? My favorite away game? Yeah. Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Yeah. And then it's nice. It's nice. Uh, it's nice to win those wins. Uh, what's the worst away game? Worst? Hecken. Hecken. I think. Um, At the numbers, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah with, that, with that track around. Oh, Jesus. It just didn't feel. But you know, Hecken this, uh, this fall was amazing. They were good. Mm. Yeah. I would answer Malmö, actually, on that question. We, we haven't won in Malmö for, like... 20 years or something. Yeah. Is like, it that? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Exactly. 96. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's Stefan again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I, get, I, I might know the answer to this question. What's the most memorable game you have played or watched from the bench? Uh, you know that one. Yes, yeah. you Gordon. Yeah, you Gordon. Yeah. I don't know if I want to hear this, but who's the the best uh, opponent you played against? Player. Player-wise. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> again, that probably that's not a Nike though. That's international when I played. Yeah. Um. Gary <laughs> <laughs> Um. Raúl. Ooh. Yeah, uh, against Spain. Jesus. Oh. And now, what's your favorite Aiko song that we sing from the stands? If you are able to like hear them, tell them apart. Um, the opening one. You know that one? Uh, uh, our anthem? Yeah, your anthem mm. or our anthem. Yeah. That is, um, it's nice. It's a nice little rhythm and I like that one. I, I love the, the ending of the second verse when everyone just yells. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. I like the whole thing, but okay. You know, Martin wants to sh change that. Huh? Martin Wiklin, our, oh. our colleague here, he wants to, to change. The, really? The yeah. Why? 
no, like no idea. No. Like I've, I, 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 I'm seriously going to tattoo parts of that song into my body. <laughs> no, I already have this. So, uh, so like he cannot go and change that. That would be awful. But he has no say in it. So. No, yeah, yeah cool. thank, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And our last question. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, ugliest uh, shirts in Allsvenskan. Oh, ugly. Was it RFC? In pajamas. I started to sing uh, bananas in pajamas. Bananas in pajamas. <laughs> yeah, that's Jugoda. Uh, oh. oh, she sent it for me. That's Jack. I hate them. <laughs> oh, but you have like, have you seen that show? It's a kids show from the '90s called Bananas in Pajamas. There's, like two bananas, like the, all are, like I'm I, I'm born 1988. And they used to show bananas in pajamas. I think it's a British TV show. Okay. You had literally two bananas living together in a home. And they obviously spend their days dressed in pajamas. And these pajamas look exactly like Hugh Gordon's uh, jersey. So then I go, I'll answer that yeah. for you, Hugh Gordon. <laughs> what do you uh, think so of the, the, the jersey we played in Saturday? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Very, very I cool. I love it. Have like, you seen the original pictures from 1901? I did. I did. It's I think, a fantastic, yeah, like, like a mirror. Homage. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty cool when I saw it too. It's uh, it's a nice. I like the way they come. They, they think of these things. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I love we, it. we we yeah we we're really good at remembering our history. <laughs> Have you ever celebrated uh, February 15th at Wavet? This that's Aiko's birthday, and every year. Yeah. Yes, we were on the lights a couple times. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and it's fun because like. As supporters, we have like all, our entire day planned out. In the morning or like before lunch, you go to Vina Café on Bibliotheksgatan, mm-hmm. which is where Aiko was founded. Yes. And you have like a special princess cake, but it's like black and you have the, the shield up on top of it. And then you go to Isidro Baron's grave to lay down flowers. You do? Yes. Wow. And then in, in the evening, you go to Huave to see Aiko play the birthday so- yeah. uh, ice hockey game mm-hmm. and we do that every year I think like I, I don't even remember us not doing that it's pretty cool and we lose at hockey no. <laughs> yeah obviously uh, not obviously no stop we all love them yeah, yeah of course they're struggling yeah we have to look through well, our papers yeah. because we, like we've been really bad at following like the description it's our nearest revolution the resolution as, as I guess supporters does it I've never thought about how how um how big a thing it is to change from Adidas to Nike. How mm. people have made it t- to I, a big, big, yeah, a big deal. Some people love it, and I, I, I'm one of them. It's interesting, I, to, and, you and know, some people so are talk like, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big change. Uh, yeah, it's a really big for people change. like wear sneakers, Adidas sneakers, have to go to. Air Max, or whatever they were called, <laughs> <laughs> to, to change the whole closet now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! I've changed his hat to Nike. <laughs> yeah, but actually, like it's very fun uh, because we've had Adidas for such a long time. Yeah. Like mm. I barely remember us playing in Puma, which we did like in the middle of nineties. And ever since then, we've played Adidas and yeah, we've had Oa Blue like, on the shirts. And, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 fun. And also, like I sincerely hope that our jerseys will look like. Um, AS Roma's jerseys. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really strange. I love soccer generally. So, yes. like, I know how other teams' jerseys look like. AS Roma, they have like, they have Nike, obviously, mm-hmm. and their shirt is amazingly beautiful. 
aside from the fact that it's red because that's Roma's colors. But I'm so hoping that we'll get something similar, but all black. So I'm guessing our, our I'm guessing our jerseys haven't been released. Not no, no that oh. no. See you guys, yeah. if you were smart, you would have asked me because I didn't know that. Now I could have spilled the beans. I have seen it. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because he he works with the uh, women's team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you're not going to be disappointed. Thank you so yes. much. You won't be definitely no. because no, I, they've I done a great job. Yeah. yeah. They've done a great job, Mike. Super. Yeah. yeah, we're all looking forward to seeing the you know the Arco shop by Friends Arena. They yep. they closed it on New Year's Eve and they're totally remodeling it because it was like branded by Adidas. Mm-hmm. So they've they've closed it. They I think it's been closed for almost two months. Like yeah, one month now, and it's gonna be Nike branded all the way. Of so course. It, it's course. gonna be fun to see that. Well, I think uh, when it comes to this stuff, Nike has done a great job so far. Yeah. you know they've they've done a great job. Million dollar question then. Mm-hmm. I heard Nike and mm-hmm. Nike. Should we set this one for all? Ooh. <laughs> uh, Ameri- Nike. 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 I think Nike. Yeah, yeah, Nike is Swedish. Is it? Yeah, like, yeah, Swedish people go around saying Nike. But Nike, I heard Nike. Uh, the Swedish, like, press chairman or something. Yeah. He said Nike. Yeah, it's Nike. So, I think so, it is Nike. Yeah. All right. Jesus. I have to <laughs> <laughs> change my habits. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> All right, I think we should uh, wrap things up. Yeah, do you have something to uh, add? Like maybe do you want to say something to our listeners, to the Equal supporters? I just want to say thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart for, for supporting me from from day one with this whole scenario and uh, backing me up and getting me through through these tough times. And I'm here to stay. Mm. Thank you so much. Can you stand up? Can we stop? Ah, I'm so bad. I'm gonna do that again. Thank you so much, Kenny. Last question though. Will we win gold this year? Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's the goal. Um, We work hard for for the best. I don't want to say big words, and you know, you 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 end up with empty hands. So that is the goal. We work hard to win the gold every year. That's AIK. If you're not working to win the gold, you're not. You're not you're not doing anything. So that's the goal. That's cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Ska jag avsluta? Ja. Ja, men vi som är i programmet det är du och jag, Nathalie Bergström och Rasmus Forsberg. Jimmy Rudén ute i, i, vad heter det? I studion. Situationsrummet håller på att säga. Och så har vi ju även August Spångberg samt Martin Wiklin. Som är i Köpenhamn av alla ställen. Ja, vi tycker så. Men det hade varit värre om han var i Malmö faktiskt. Mm. Usch. Och Joakim Fröberg. Och Joakim Fröberg som sitter i sin hundgård. Och det är vi. Tack så hemskt mycket för att ni lyssnade. Vi är ja. tillbaka nästa vecka. That was funny, my name. I know, I'm so sorry. Stop, stop. stop. I, I, I'm so sorry for that blackout. Not at all. Not at all. I promise you, I spell my name wrong now. I've been here so long, people are like, they've butchered my name. There's a ship lies rigged and ready in the harbor. Tomorrow for old England, she says. Far away from your land of endless sunshine To my land full of rainy skies and gales And I shall be aboard that ship tomorrow Though my heart is full of tears at this farewell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly 
more dearly than the spoken word can tell. For you are beautiful, and I have loved you dearly, more dearly than the spoken word can tell. I heard there's a wicked war ablazing, and the taste of war I know so very well. Even now I see the foreign flag raising their guns on fire as we sail into hell. I have no fear of death; it brings no sorrow. But how bitter will be this last farewell? For you are beautiful, and I have loved you dearly, more dearly than the spoken word can tell. For you are beautiful, and I have loved you dearly. More dearly than the spoken word can tell. Though death and darkness gather all about me, and my ship be torn apart upon the sea, I shall smell again the fragrance of these islands in the heaving waves that brought me once to thee. Should I return safe home again to England, I shall watch the English mist roll through the dead. For you are beautiful, and I have loved you dearly, more dearly than the spoken word can tell. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.